and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hello. Hello, Crow. Hello. How are Rooster. you? Rooster. I'm good. <laughs> are you sure? Sure. You're really sure? Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the new year. Okay. Well, this is our last episode of 2021. That's that's the year it is, right? It is. Because it's feeling a lot like 20. Let me ask. Let me. It's feeling worse than 20 to me. Let me ask you a question. If I were to say to you, we need to review how we look at gun rights and maybe not let everybody just have a gun if they want one. What would you assume my position would be on gun rights? That you'd be anti-2A. Oh, no, no. See, that's – I was just I was just merely bringing it up for discussion. So, you know, which politician said this? Uh, Anthony what? Fauci, you know, that politician. Oh. Yeah. When he said, hey, we may need to look at uh, vaccine mandates for air travel. So, he said that two days ago and took a shit ton of incoming over it. People are like, what? Are you kidding? And he, he got on, the, on TV yesterday going, no, no, no. I did not say I was for vaccine mandates for air travel. Because I didn't say if I was for or against it. I just said maybe we need to think about it. Fucking douche. I know. I Everybody mean, fucking hates that guy. God, you know, I've been I've been looking into some of his history on this whole um the whole AIDS thing. Yeah. You know, cuz he was in charge of the Yeah, he went to all the gay bathhouses to really get into the uh, you know, to really watch the uh the transmission to be part of it. He did. You making that up? No. Seriously? Yes. His whole thing was he'd go to gay bathhouses. Cite your source, sir. Uh, I'll I'll bring I'll find it later. But yes, that's a thing. He he actually part of his research, quote unquote, was to go to gay bathhouses. You he argue like it. my kid. Everybody knows it. I mean, <laughs> I'll find it it's later. On but the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the part I had a problem with was he made it. I mean, it it really was. If you were. If you were a gay male, it was absolutely a pandemic. I mean, no one can deny they were dying left and right because of AIDS. But there were very few people, heterosexuals, who were getting it just right. because of the nature of how you get the disease. Yeah. Um, without being too graphic, you need a certain amount of tearing. Anyway, he uh, he was one of the ones who was really hyping up the idea that no, no, no. We can't say this is just something that gay people get because that would be discriminatory. So basically, he was like, "We have to terrify the heterosexuals too." Yeah, he didn't want to just he didn't want to stigmatize gay people, right? And so now it turns out uh, that years later, when they've gotten this all this research that says that the likelihood that a an infected male can transfer it to an infected female or an uninfected female is extremely low. Still, I mean, not a risk I'd be willing to take, but – and the reverse of an infected female transmitting it to a male is almost impossible, you know? Right. Through regular intercourse. But, nope, they had to hype it all up and scare the shit out of everybody, and and that's what he's doing here. And because now, you hear what the CDC is saying about the new guidelines, 
No. They've switched it from uh, 10 days, oh, oh, yeah. if you have it, okay. to five days. Do you know why? They're flat out saying, well, it's because it's impacting the workforce. Yeah. So it's not about science. No, and it's not about – It's never been about science. It is about, you know, shut up and do what we say. Politics. But now that shut up and do what we say looks like it's backfiring in them and businesses are closing because temporarily, but shutting themselves down because people got Omicron, they're saying- uh, You mean mean the the cold? Yeah, the cold. They got the sniffles? Yep. They're saying, uh, well, no, you you really need to, uh, really only need to do five days. And, you know, I've talked to employers who've dealt with this. Someone- Tested positive for COVID six months ago. So they didn't come into work. They had the 14 days. They had the COVID pay and all that stuff. And then uh, guess what? Hey, they tested again. They're not going to be able to come into work for uh, 10 days now. <laughs> yeah, there we and go. Then, and, but as an employer, what do you do? Yeah. What do you say? Do you say, I need to see I need to see proof of your positive test? Sure, you can do that. But if you didn't get proof of their positive test before, how do you know they weren't lying then and now they're telling the truth? But some of these employers are telling me they're seeing people come around a third time going, I'm not feeling very good, so I think I'm going to go in and get a test. And they go, I guarantee you they're going to say, hey, I got COVID. Yep. And do they want to say, okay, well, come and show me your positive test then? Well, and then there's also the fact is they they can test positive. Now, it is tra- easily transmissible. Not a third time, though, I don't think. You never know with this well, shit. I maybe. mean, the thing is, they never really tested for any flus like they are with this. And they're the I, I think pe- more people had colds and flus that were just as uh, detrimental to people that had compromised immune immune uh, systems as there, there is for COVID. So the, the fact that they're hyping this up for COVID or for COVID-19 um, – but they didn't hype it up for anything before that, any other flu or, or cold. Um, it's just fucking retarded. It's, it's, it's enough. Enough is enough. People that don't see that, that enough is enough. You, you, I don't think you can, you can tell them anymore. There were no colds and flus. Coronavirus made them go away. Yeah. But when there were, there, here, the argument that, well, don't you care about your fellow man? Don't you care? See, here's the thing. You might not feel sick and you might not get sick and your family might not get sick. But And and when I go out, maybe I'm not going to get sick, but I could bring that virus home to my uh, immunocompromised child or my grandmother. And then you pass that on to me because you not, you're not vaccinated. Well, but before they said vaccination didn't matter for you know, transmission, but, uh, or, or not wearing your mask. And so, so that's on you because you're a monster. It's like, well, how come it was, how come I wasn't a fucking monster and you weren't a fucking monster back when everybody had colds and flus and, you know, you, you transmit that daily. Probably everybody was trying, you know, it was called cold and flu season. If you work with kids, it was, you're guaranteed to get some sort of bug. Uh, you didn't shut shit down to, uh, to save bubble boy. In fact, we did the opposite. We're like, all you have is a cold, suck it up, buttercup, yeah. get into work. Yeah. But what about bubble boy? You might kill Bubble Boy. I never liked him. Yeah. That's, that's fucking – it's enough. It's like as a society, as human beings, this is not how we're meant to live. Our, our immune system's there for a fucking reason. Now, there are people who say, well, you know, the Chinese, uh, this is their ultimate plan to to get us to do infighting and warring amongst ourselves and, and destroy Rome from within. And it's like, well, I mean, even if they didn't try, that's that's the that's the result. So, good on them. Yeah, it's good, it's, good, good asymmetrical warfare they're they're uh, conducting, isn't it? Yeah, it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, before we get off this subject, I just wanted to 
I just want to say for me, it's very coincidental that the CDC comes up with this three days after Christmas when we're having all of these cancellations on the airlines. Southwest Airlines shut down everything yesterday or two days ago, day after Christmas, for people flying anywhere in the morning, all of their flights, because they had a computer glitch. Oh, and they didn't have enough staffing. Delta shut down something like 30% of its flights. Because they didn't have enough people. Now, how are they going to reinforce the economy before the next elections in order to, uh, you know, in order to make the Democrats win? Well, I heard something today that I don't know if this is true because you always get these doom and gloom predictions from, uh, well, it's like this Michael Osterholm, University of Minnesota professor. This guy, he's always like, oh, COVID's going to be worse. It's going it's to be worse. I mean, he does it because he's selling books and he likes being yeah. on TV. Just like uh, this is, that's no different than Fauci. But I heard someone today saying uh, on Fox Business News, they said, uh, yeah, there are some predictions that we'll have $4 gas on Memorial Day. If we have $4 gas on Memorial Day, the Democrats politically are done for the 22 election. There's no coming back from that. There's just they're not going to well, be able to fix that. Which is the only other option they have if they can't fix that is to really drive home the fear mongering on COVID so they can keep the. Um, fraudulent election process they had going that that made them win the last election. So that's in their mind probably like, well, what do we do? If we can't make people think the economy is good by telling them, uh, pissing on their leg and telling them it's raining, if they can't do that and it's not working, then they have to switch over and, and really ramp up the fear mongering on COVID so that they can do the cheating. And, and yes, it is fucking cheating to do the the uh, no signature mail in voting and and uh, all the bullshit they the the unsecured ballots and tran- you know the ballot boxes that are unsecured. all that shit's fucking cheating. I mean, it's it's made to cheat. I uh, I don't necessarily know that it is cheating, but what it does do is it allows it facilitates for cheating, cheating and. They're, they're not even saying, well, it facilitates cheating, so let's pay attention to it. They're just like, it'll be fine. Yeah. So it's sort of like uh, – it's like insurance fraud where you left your uh, left your back door unlocked and someone robbed your house. I'm winking. Robbed your house. Mm-hmm. And you claim all the stuff and they go, well, you left your back door unlocked. No, I didn't. I did not. You know. Yeah, they must have had some fancy luck. Yeah. Must, there's no forced entry. <laughs> I lost all my stuff. Yeah. You know. So, I, I I think they're still going to be trying to get away with some cheating, but I think they're going to try and do it in places that they they could have done it anyway. Well, yeah, but the, there's places like there's a chance Minnesota could have went um, red. Yeah, there was a chance. Um, and I think you, it turned out to not be as high as we. But we come and find out how many how many billion or billions of dollars did uh, did Zuckbucks did, did he throw into the Minnesota election process so that they had lot. basically all Democrats running every aspect of the election yeah and I don't understand why it is that someone and because I just don't understand these campaign finance laws and I do get that corporations uh, in a Supreme Court decision that I agreed with corporations are allowed to put money in as if they're people because they're comprised of people that's fine um, the left screams about that. Well, it turns out corporations probably put more on the left anyway. Just like there are more, I believe when I said there's more rich, there's more millionaires that are leftists than there are. Yeah. Didn't they say of the top 10 um, uh, highest uh, income zip codes of the top 10, like almost all of them are Democrat? Yeah. So, so this this myth that Republicans are- Party of the rich. Yeah. No. It's not there. And Republicans are getting smarter and they're becoming the party of the blue collars for mm-hmm. people. But- 
Um, what I don't get is, so Dinesh D'Souza went to jail for violating campaign finance laws by giving a friend of his, so he donated his max amount. He gave a friend of his that same amount and said, hey, donate. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, it's against the rules and you can go to jail for it. But then how come Mark Zuckerberg can create a nonprofit that donates millions of dollars for a certain side? I don't I don't get well that. because they uh, ostensibly he says it's what they're doing is they're they're the procedures they're putting in place the machines that they're putting in place and the workers are putting in place are meant to uh, bolster and make the election process um, um, works more smoothly and that works for both sides yeah but nobody believes that I know no one believes it but you know even the people at benefits don't believe it right they're just going ah it's okay but then they go prove it cheating on our end prove it yeah. You know, and and that's the problem. It's like it's like you can use common sense. It's not it's not uh, against it's. It's like that libertarian viewpoint where like oh we can't uh, stoop their their level. We have to be very principled on what we do, and we can't. You 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 can keep saying that and be principled while the left, while the other side fucking cheats their asses off and and beats you, and you and you've been beaten. You're done. What do your principles fucking do for you there? There are certain principles that you have to bend a little bit. Not not your core beliefs, all that, but there are principles that you go, all right, I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite on this one. Well, I don't even think it's that you have to bend your principles. It's it's like that uh, that idea I when we talked about tariffs a while back. I'm, I'm against tariffs. But when Trump was president and he used tariffs, people say, well, how can you be for them? I said, I'm for them if we're going to use them temporarily to stop people from using them against us. The analogy I was using is if you're against beating people with bats and someone keeps hitting you with a bat and you finally just take it away from them, hit them and go, are we going to keep doing this or are we going to put them down? You know, I'm okay then. I, I would consider myself a hypocrite if I said, I don't like tariffs and Trump put them in place and it screwed China. And I went, yeah, well, I'm cool with it then. Yeah. You know, and they stayed in place. You know, well, I'm kind of like along Matt Walsh's um, idea is like, People say, you know, cancel call, call uh, you call out on the right, you call out cancel culture all the time on the left. And then if you start doing that, aren't you a hypocrite? And he goes, no, I, I believe canceling is good as, yeah. as long as it's stuff I believe in. Well, to cancel, you know, if I'm going to cancel something that's that's detrimental to, to my belief system, absolutely cancel it. I'm not going to say, well, if, uh, if we're going to allow right-wing pro-America teaching in history class, then we have to allow left-wing communist teaching to counteract. No, we do not have to. That's not what the fucking we're supposed to do. We're supposed to bolster and, you know, in other words, indoctrinate um, the next generation to be pro-America and be pro-values, family values and all that kind of shit because it's good for our society. What's bad for our society, you don't just go, well, if it's the marketplace of ideas, the better idea will win out. No, because they have subversive tactics that are underhanded that will it's like this LGBTQIA bullshit that's going on right now. It's fucking kids up. You can't allow it. You can't allow that kind of indoctrination to, to go unchallenged or or even to uh, go challenged. You got to shut it down and get it out of there. Cut it, excise it right out of the fucking curriculum. And that's one of the things where like I used to be like, well, you know, freedom of speech is, you know, yeah, we can't say we want freedom of speech and then tell them they can't say what they No, you can. Because you have to pick a side. You have to go, this is the right side. That's the wrong side. They've picked their side. And then you fucking beat them with it. <laughs> See, I don't even think that that's a, a good example of hypocrisy. I mean, I agree with the larger point you're saying. But, um, you know, I think without violating your principles of freedom of speech and not being a hypocrite, you can say, look, we're going to teach about the history of this country. You know, what founded this, how we started 
as an experiment in self-governance that's never worked anywhere before, but it worked here and it made the country prosperous. Yes, there are some blemishes on it along the way, but at the same time, you know, this has come to be a very prosperous country. If you disagree, fine, have your say your piece. I don't feel like I have to because we're teaching the way, you know, from one perspective that we have to we have to teach the other one too. But I'm comfortable saying, hey, if you believe in communism, let's see you have your have your uh, you know, express your opinion. It's going to sound stupid. But what the left wants to do is they want to force their opinion and disallow the other one. You know, you're not allowed to speak it. Whereas I think people on our side say, we want to teach the pro-America stuff and you can have your opinion, but we're not going to, we're not, we're not going to stop you from having it. Well, we're not going to teach it. To a degree we are though. going to stop you from espousing that opinion. If, if you're, if I have a, a church or us in that church, a school that's based on a Christian based school or a conservative based school, and then you bring in a teacher and it turns out that teacher has other than what they've told you, they they've got communist right, ideas. But I'm not talking about teachers. Okay. I'm talking about letting students have their opinion. Oh yeah. You can have a student come in and, and, and say that and you go, okay, okay, we'll have this little debate, but right now we're going to teach history. Right. Well, there's a time and place for what you're doing there. We're not going to have an open marketplace of ideas between us right now. And what I hate about this whole uh, critical race theory, which yes, is being taught in schools. That's provable. I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of the left saying, no, it doesn't oh, it's exist. not a thing. Yeah, it's not a thing. It's a theory. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a very obscure theory taught in college of you know law. Um, as much as Bullshit. I'm not a big fan of Jack Murphy, isn't it the, isn't Jack Murphy I'm, the, yeah. the <laughs> oh, we can get into that. Yeah, we can get into we, that We probably later, should. But, but he brought up a great point on one of Tim Pool's podcasts where he said, look, there's a point where the northern states at the time of drawing up the Constitution said, we need to look at this and say, look, there are some states that we don't like this whole slavery thing. And it was very clear. I don't care what the 1619 project, which has been completely debunked, says founders like Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, they knew slavery was a bad thing, you know, but they felt like they couldn't escape it. But they said, we don't want this to be a, a slave country going forward. They proved that's provable. But they said to incorporate these two, these effectively two countries together got to allow for some of this and so they had all sorts of rules and they were like look this could this could blow up on us eventually and it did you know 80 years later or whatever they, they sort of knew that was coming if it couldn't be avoided but for then if they didn't make some compromises they weren't going to have a country at that point so this idea that everybody was just oh we're cool with it you know it's no big deal no we fought a fucking war over it yeah. So, and a lot of white people died to free a lot of black people. Well, to be clear, that doesn't sound like that's Jack Murphy's idea. Is just reiterating. Something. I was reiterating yeah. it. He was the person that brought it up because on- because he, he's been, I guess, called out and known to be to express ideas that are not are not his own as his own. Well, it's, well, he wasn't expressing it as his own. Okay. Um, I mean, he wasn't. But real quick, anybody. this guy's supposed to be a man's man, and he teaches men to be men, and 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 conservative family life, and he has a website where you can join monthly fees for like eighty bucks. And he still year, has it. Yearly fees for eight hundred bucks, and you can do for a year for nine hundred bucks, or you can do lifetime one-time membership fee of thirty-six hundred dollars to to be a man's man. And he's this guy that's big, this big dude with uh with a big bushy beard that obviously dies a streak down the middle. 
Not just a streak, like, like his, whole his mustache. Yeah, the, the whole front goatee area is like dark brown. And people like go, yours. Oh, did you? <laughs> not at all. Uh, did did uh, did you dye that? Oh no, no, it's natural. Bullshit. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he turns out this guy is on Tim Pool a lot. He's on other. He's been on other shows lately, and he's like very much espousing uh, how to be a man's man kind of thing. And uh, turns out that in 2015, he wrote an article for. I don't know, some fucking uh, uh, liberal um, rag. And it was, uh, you know, uh, finding, uh, what was it? Finding eroticism in unusual ways or something like that. I can't remember the exact title. But it was basically about being a cuckold and a literal cuckold. Watching another guy bang your wife. Or his girlfriend. So, yeah, he was bragging about having a girlfriend. 50, he had gotten divorced. He had bragged about having a girlfriend 15 years his, his uh, younger than him. And that in order to uh, to spice up their sex life, I guess, he... They went and, and got uh, Matt from Tinder and uh, had her text him while she was, you know, boffing Matt from Tinder. And uh, and then oh. and then he also admitted in that same article that they'd done this before where they kind of picked up a guy at the bar and he watched or he recorded it while the guy was fucking his, his girlfriend. And that makes him a man's man because you don't you just don't understand. Hear him out. You don't understand. He's not a cuckold. You might be thinking he's a cuckold that likes to watch other men fuck his girl, but he's not. He's being a man's man. His dick is hard. That's pretty much what he, And then he also said some fucking crazy shit. And this is even worse. He goes, yeah, after my divorce, I went through a period. And, you know, you know, I played. I was part of the game. So, basically, um, pickup artist stuff. That's what they call that. Like mm-hmm. the what what uh, Vouch used to do. Or not Vouch. Uh, Vouch? Roosh. 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 Whatever his name is. But uh, he's become Christian all of a sudden. But anyways, so they had this thing where there's like, is the woman hater man club that went out and said, we're going to fuck as many women as we can and fuck women and fuck having a relationship and these broad bitches. It's that kind of attitude. Okay. So he's part of that. And he goes, oh yeah, you know, I did all kinds of stuff talking about how they basically, him and his girlfriend had uh, rape fantasy things where he'd play out and he said, I I just told her I'm going to fuck you whenever I want. What? And, and and she's going to like it. You know, basically rape fantasies. He even used the word rape fantasies in his article. And uh, he goes, although I never would rape her, we did the rape thing. And then he goes. Other yeah. than when I said I was yeah. going to. And then he goes, he goes, you know, I I tied I tied women up. And then he, this is the part that everybody's kind of blown past. Little girls. Oh. He wrote that in the article. I've tied women up. Little girls. And he was on. I'm like, oh, what do you mean by that? Uh, you know, and then he was on uh, Tim Pool a while ago. People dredged up this where he was arguing with Tim Pool about how it's not creepy for an older man to be dating a young woman. So, thirty-five-year-old guy to date eighteen-year-old uh, is not yeah, weird. It's creepy. Um, and he goes, oh, you know, as long as she's of bearing, child-bearing age, which which meant that he was talking about earlier than eighteen. Uh. Um, so he's a real fucking creep, and the fact that he's a a, a, a literal cuckold and. Uh, he wants people not to know about that. He put that took that article down, but it's still out there. And uh, he went on a show, uh, Sidney Watson and Elijah Schaefer. Schaefer's Wait, You Are Here. And towards the end, they were reading out these uh, super chats that people write in to the show and they pay money. So they read them because they appreciate that. And they're known in that show for just reading whatever they get. Um, and oh, something came in. Hey, ask Jack about his cuckold article. And uh, he kind of blew it off. That's not, that's 180 degrees from what people think it is. It's I'm, I'm over it, whatever. And she was like, okay. And then a couple uh, uh, super chats later, another guy goes, he needs to, needs to answer for that cuckold article. And she said that. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, Mr. Dick and Balls here says that, <laughs> says that Jack needs to answer for his article. And she looked at him. He goes, hey, fuck you. <laughs> and she's like, he's like, you know, fuck you very much. And she's like, me? He's like, yeah, you. 
to Sydney, not the person writing, but Sydney. He goes, what are you trying to do to me here? It's just too bad. Give your fucking brain. <laughs> she's a sweetheart. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, he goes, uh, uh, you know, fuck you, sincerely, fuck you. <laughs> like, he told her, and she's like, oh, shit. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry. And went on. And then I guess after the show was over with, you know, because it was like the last 10 minutes or so, uh, Elijah kind of uh, didn't help, didn't help out at all. On that, so I lost. Like, oh, him. he's a good guy. I, I lost some respect for him. Too bad. Give your fucking guess, brain. Murphy got up and, and left, yeah. and, and then he as goes, he was he leaving, goes, uh, said, "Fuck uh, you again to her." Yeah. Fuck you, really? Son. Yeah, because she just did a show today talking about it. She says, "I didn't want to talk about this," but he went back in Tim Pool and he said that that he created boundaries and I should have known better. She goes, "I had no clue that he had a cuckold article in his past." Yeah, and if he didn't bad. want it talked about, he should have brought know, it up beforehand. And then at the very end, she goes, "You know, some people out there that LARP a certain thing, certain persona, and that's not who they are." I'm just saying. What is LARPing? Live action role playing. So uh, you've got to be a loser. What a loser! But uh, she's basically saying this guy's a grifter. This guy's just you know using the uh, manly man kind of sphere to to make money, and it kind of looks that way. And and it's blowing up on him. So you know, I'm I'm not going to watch Jack Murphy. I never really thought he. I I had a feeling because I've seen him on Tim Pool before, and he said some things where I go, I don't know about this guy. I've never listened to Jack Murphy other than when he was on Tim Pool, Mm -hmm. and they're the little well. I say short clips are short for a Tim Pool thing, but twenty always, minutes, twenty five minutes. Well, he does that because he knows he gets a third advertising really round or whatever. Finally, but just take it away from him. Yeah, I, I, we gonna it, keep doing my this? point was not to be a pro Jack Murphy guy. No, no likes to watch other men fuck brought his this girl. idea up, which but he's many not. People have he's before, being a man's man. His dick is hard. That was the last place I saw it. And this idea that the you know when we're talking about compromising principles versus making some making some uh, allowances for compromise and. You know, just the idea that you, I hate the term sellout. You know, I, I think South Park nailed it once when they said, uh, you know, what, what's a sellout? And one of the, or one of the kids asked, what's a sellout? And the other kid goes, that's when you do what you, when you do what you like and you make money, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I, I hate the idea of the, the sellout thing because anytime well, you do something that people think is contrary to what you'd normally do, that means, oh, you sold out. The difference is... You know, do you, uh, well, the mask thing is a perfect example. I have to wear a mask, go to my kid's athletic event. I have to wear a mask to go to the doctor. You know, I don't want to wear masks. I've made a very strong stand in, and you have too, in some cases where if you don't wear them, you take a bunch of shit about it. And I mean, I went to. For part of my job, I have to wear a mask every so often. I lost a friend over not wearing a mask at a funeral period, you know, and I'm fine with that. Um, but there are some places you have to, because you have to, you know, if you're going to the doctor, you got to yeah. wear one. Now, if I had to wear a mask for my, for my job all day long, I'd find another job. Right. But so people say, oh, well, you and, compromised and your principles to go into the so, doctor. Didn't you? I'm, I'm no, not going to watch that's not what I, did. I never really no. thought he would. I, I that's, had that's different. No one there's a show for there's, just reading whatever they get. If I'm going to the dentist, um, the dentist tells you, hey, look, see the piece of paper on the wall that says doctor of dentistry. That means if you don't come in here with a mask, I don't get to keep that. So, you know, it's like, do I choose to not go to the dentist? Rooster, It's almost as if you are anti talk all kinds of shit about anti abortion, then you not just your mistress and told her to go get an abortion. It's exactly the same thing. Wait, what did you hear? You mentioned the abortion thing. We should talk about that too, because from the pundits I've seen, and I listen to more people on the right than the left, so. Uh, but even some of the people on the left are saying, 
It looks like the court is effectively going to shoot down Roe v. Wade. Okay. I haven't been listening to it for the last week and a half or so, so. So, from what I understand, and I'm not as informed on this as I usually am with Supreme Court stuff, is that the- They're known in that show the, for just um, reading whatever they case get. case before them is the um, Mississippi abortion case, which hey, says anything before 15 weeks, you can still abort, but not after that. Um, and the case they're making is, we've talked about this before, is that- uh, you know, with uh, Roe v. Wade, it was like 24 weeks or something, but science keeps moving back. I'm not aware of anyone born after 20 weeks who's lived. Very much espousing how, but how still, to be a man's man. So the, uh, the Mississippi case is, hey, look, you know, 15 weeks and lower you can, but not after that. And it's looking like the court is – I mean, Thomas is certainly going to be for that. It sounds like Gorsuch is. Um Amy Coney Barrett hasn't spoken a ton on it, but she's probably going that way. I think Alito is. Uh, so that's four right there. Kavanaugh, they don't know, but has been in his questions has been very much like, hey, if we made a mistake on something before, you can't really just say super precedent. Right. So it really sounds like Kavanaugh is going to lean that way. So it sounds like even if Roberts sort of wants to try and steer them politically and say, which I expect him to do on this side to sort of say, hey, you know, look, we've kind of got this present. He can't. It's not going to win. So if that goes through, there's something like 17 states right now that have um, that will revoke abortions right away based on that. And I was worried at first about, oh, great, are we going to make an issue out of this for the election and save some Democrats? And there was one pundit. I wish I could remember who this was, was saying it going, look. People have drawn the lines on women this. Up. You're not going to get this is the part more people to blown past. So girls. yes, it will be a big oh. issue. The left will run on it like crazy, and it's not going to change a thing. Yeah, it might have even been Matt Walsh. Um, just saying, it's yeah, fine, and I wouldn't dismiss it that much because I think it could be a wedge issue for some independents. But I mean, the economy is the biggest one all the time, and it's fucking tanking right now. Yeah. And I know people say, oh, well, no, the stock market's blowing up. Stock market is one thing. And I'm tired of – I remember John Stewart doing this years ago on The Daily Show when the economy was bad under Bush. And he goes, just because the After stock the market, these random with, 500 you know, companies, like just because so. they're doing well, uh, doesn't Elijah mean the economy's kinda, doing uh, well. Stupid. Well, now they're going, hey, the stock market's uh, going crazy. Everybody's yeah, having a well, good time. Also, the left that were uh, anti-Big Pharma are, are sucking Big Pharma dick now. So they're – they're they're never uh, principled about this kind of shit. Uh, the Justice and Drew show that we listen to, morning show here in Minneapolis, um, they had a great point where they said uh, Amy Klobuchar was like, uh, "We got to pass build uh, pass the same build time, back better uh, amendment you know, or the come to be a very rule or the law because that's what's going to save us from big pharma. It's finally us talking back to big pharma. By the way, get your third booster. You know." Yeah. <laughs> It's nuts. I mean, I'm invested in stocks. You know what one? Murphy you know what stock I have that's had the highest return for me? Leaving, said fuck by far. It's beaten like really? Microsoft and yeah, Apple by almost double. Pfizer. Well, Pfizer. It's like this yep. LGBTQI you bullshit that's going on right now. It's <laughs> Who's that? Uh, you can't allow it PJ or JP, the long-haired. Guy. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. He did a great uh, skit on. Uh, on, he was at the pool getting ready yeah. to go in the water, and the lifeguard comes up, and he's got. Uh, I'll post it to the page. Oh, it's, it's worth so funny. watching. He's it's... got the vest on, and he goes, "You can't get in that pool without a vest." It's like um, I can swim. I can. I can handle. It. No, it's a danger to me. 
And, and you, you can't do it. And then uh, he does a follow-up where there's a guy with like three vests stacked on top of each other. It's pretty funny. I saw the one where the guy, the lifeguard's like, well, even if there was some way to magically propel yourself through the water and keep your head up, he goes, it's called swimming. Yeah. He goes, he goes, uh, uh, everybody else is wearing wearing the vest. You wear the vest. He goes, see, he's wearing a vest. And he goes, look at the guy in the pool and the guy's, the guy's standing in the, the kitty pool. <laughs> section. Shallow you know, yeah, shallow. He's like, he's touching the, the bottom. It's not doing anything for him. And is good. is he protected because he has – yes, very protected. <laughs> but but if I don't wear it, then he's not protected. <laughs> well, he was protected. Yeah. It's, so, it's a really good clip. It's like 10, 15 minutes long. It's not even that long. Yeah, it's it's funny. The follow-up gets a little old because you get the point. But yeah. it, it's he's he's really good. Uh, I like him a lot for that. So. Yeah, the left uh, hated him for suddenly coming out as like a libertarian. And I'm sure he's kind of a, he's kind of a granola, crunchy, you know, um, health fitness guy. Um chakra dude so you know he's he's he 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 got pushed into this um yeah into this from from the from the cancel culture and the and the authoritarian left pushed him into this well there was a um raven sent me this there's a uh i don't have it in front of me um a woman on Twitter, she considers herself to be a moderate liberal. You can have a student come in. She's and, from and San Francisco. Go, okay, okay. And she we'll put this big long screen out. Right I'll link it on the page right. um, about what the hell is happening in San Francisco. And she's saying, "I'm paraphrasing because this was like 30 well, to be clear, tweets." That she doesn't goes, sound like that. We don't have anybody in the Republican yeah. Party running this city. Our our uh, our budget is 13 billion dollars. We're run by progressives. And we have 8,000 homeless people sleeping out in the rain tonight. How the hell does that happen? How is that Republican's fault? She didn't. She was saying, she goes, there's not a Republican in sight. No, not, that's what I'm saying. She's, yeah. she's actually into the point. It's like, and, and they're like, well, if we just if we just got more of our shit through. That's pretty much what we, and then he also really stopped. No, they're not. They're not stopping I mean, you from your shit. Your shit's getting goes, through yeah, getting in these uh, blue cities. And this is the result of it. Yeah. And she says, look, it's not just the tenderloin. That looks terrible right now. She goes, it's everything. She's naming all these different districts. And she goes, this city is falling apart. She goes, it should be a shining example of what um, – I don't think she said progressivism because she was she was sort of saying, look, these progressives aren't who they're telling us they are. Right. And she's saying, you know, I still, I still consider myself a moderate liberal, grew up like that. My family was like that. But – what alternative are you giving me? Because the people who said they were going to fix this aren't fixing it. They're making it worse. And she goes, why is this all screwed up by white progressive liberal women? Yeah. You know, and just what of which she's one. And she just says, this is crazy. And she says, I not only worry about my city, I'm starting to worry about my country. And if you are getting San Francisco born and bred moderate liberals and okay. Yeah. She's one. Um, but she says, my friends don't even want to talk to me about this stuff. She's like, you can't you can't discuss it with them because the Republicans are terrible. She goes, my friends read tons of articles about Trump, but they don't even know who their supervisor at work is. She's like, how can you be this uninformed? Yeah. And she wasn't making a case for Trump, but she was basically calling out the progressives and saying, you are fucking everything up. And she's right. You know, speaking of Trump, did you uh, hear about the Candace Owens interview with Trump? No, I guess he supposedly gave some some uh, uh, wind to the left to the Democrats in that because he was pro vaccine because you know Trump is so uh, in he because he developed or he had it developed as fast as it so he's taking full credit for the vaccine so he doesn't want to give that up 
And so he keeps pushing the whole vaccine thing. No, I got the vaccine. I got the boosters. I think it's a great thing. He not, now he doesn't want people to be mandated, but he's still saying it's, it works. It's good. And it, and it's, you know, it's an important thing to do. And it was a really great thing that I did. And, you know, and so basically he's giving people on the right are thinking that he's giving the left kind of wind in their sails saying, Hey, he's saying it's a great thing. That's why we need to do mandates. And, uh, you know, he kind of is, but not really. I don't think he said mandates though. He, he didn't know. Yeah, no, he doesn't want mandates. Right. But, but, the, but the left is like using that, title, that interview saying, hey, he thinks it's, that vaccines are great. You guys, you know, you might as well just get on the mandate train. See, and here's my thing. I would agree 100% with what he said. I'm I'm 100% on this vaccine was a good thing. Um, and I'll qualify this at the end uh, for the same reasons I've always said. Uh, I think the vaccine is a good thing. If you want to get it, get it. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. The guy put it in place. I think he should take some credit for it. What I have seen and the reason I got mine is the people I know who've gotten it and gotten really sick, really sick, and pool didn't thing. have 20 minutes, 25 minutes, didn't well, have the vaccine because he knows he people I know who've gotten it and got sort of sick yeah. had all been vaccinated. This is this vaccine is not going to stop you from getting COVID. It's not. Yeah, I, I, I just like the flu vaccine is I, not going to I'm stop I'm skeptical you. of all of it, obviously, because I'm I, I'll base everything at this point on anecdotal evidence and what I've seen. And I, I just don't I don't see it. I don't I don't see the vaccine being the, the as as awesome as they try to let on even because they started in day one lying to us or day one exaggerating to us saying 14 days to stop their whatever, how many days to stop the spread all the way up to now saying one thing after another, they got called out as either a lie or, or, or a falsehood or whatever you want to call it, saying that the vaccine is going to stop transmission. The vaccine, you only need the one vaccine. Now it's going to, now it's the two masks, then one mask, then three masks, then all that kind of shit. It's never the, and, and then now they've settled on, well, it's transmissible and, you know, you know, you have to get boosters, but, and you'll, you'll get it, but it won't be as bad. That's just in my book. That's just another stream that's going to get changed again. It's, going to, it's another lie, a potential lie to me. I'm not going to go, yeah, you know, it probably does um, uh, make your, your, uh, the illness less severe. I'm not even going to say that. I don't know. It's possible, maybe, but I'm not going to uh, out and out say it because I don't, I don't think, it, I don't think you can prove it at this point. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If we both have those positions. Yeah, it doesn't. Those positions. As long as you're not saying you're forcing somebody to do it. Absolutely. I'm not saying you can't have it. I'm saying, yeah, if no, you if you think the, the evidence and even anecdotal people evidence or your own personal like experience makes you believe that it's a good thing to do, then do it. People. You know, what happens is that comes down to the equivalent of who's a better NFL quarterback. No, my guy is for this. Yeah. No, my guy yeah, is yeah. for this. Fuck you. Fuck it. It, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. To me, it doesn't mean anything. You can have your guy and I'll have my guy big deal. If you want to get your, you know, what changes that dynamic between the two points we have, if suddenly I say, no, you have to get vaccinated. Or if you said no one should be allowed to have the vaccine. Yeah, and I don't even think people that are getting the vaccine, I don't think they're stupid. I think they've just decided for one reason or another um, that, that they're going to get it. I'm not going to question how they came about that unless they're actual idiots and go, are you just doing it because it follow the herd? Well, I have friends who are like, so you vaccinated your kids? I'm like, no. I'm, and they're like, well. It's not necessary. Why? You got it. I'm like, right. I'm older. I have seen friends my age get it and be really fucking or not get it. Get COVID, but yeah, not a not shot, the, and get really yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. You know, I am not worried about dying from COVID, not for a second. I just don't want to be one of my buddies who got it said, this is the worst fucking two weeks of my life, and not 
even the sickness. It was just the recovering from well, it. And I'm, I'm not even saying that if, if I got COVID, I'm not concerned that I would get sick because there's going to be a percentage of people, even people that are not you know, obese or have underlying conditions that will get a, like a very virulent form of it or their, their body will react negatively, just like any disease you end up getting. Um, so I could possibly get a very severe case of COVID. I have, as far as I know, I haven't gotten, I may have gotten it already, Who yeah, knows? Man. but, uh, if I get a severe case of it, I know there's therapeutics out there that work. Right. And the only problem I have right now is living in Minneapolis. You can't get trying it. to find the right fucking doctor yeah. that'll give you what you need and not wait until you're severe enough to come in and then put you on a fucking ventilator because that's what they do now. They go, yeah, you're young, healthy, you'll beat this, and then all of a sudden you're like, I need a doctor. And they go, come on in, let's slap that fucking ventilator on you. Yeah, that's not the do- that's not the healthcare I want. I want right. Some, I want to go to my doctor. I'm There's actually looking in the process of trying to find a doctor. And the first question I'm going to ask them is, go, if I end up with COVID, 8, homeless people. Uh, what what options are on the table for you? I yeah. go, ivermectin, um, uh, you I mean that hydroxychloroquine. Paste? You mean that horse paste? Yeah, Z-Pack or whatever, um, uh, vitamin drips, all the therapeutics. Are those all options on the table? And they go, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. No, I, I look at this like... Um, you know, the sickest I've ever been in my life, I had pneumonia. I was about 30 years old and I'd heard about pneumonia. I'd never had it. sort of snuck up on me. Transmission, the Next thing you know, you know, you, one I was just wiped out. Couldn't do anything. Um, but the worst part about pneumonia was when it, when it was clearing up. So I didn't really have it anymore, but my lungs were full of the fluid that you're just, I didn't have the fever. Isn't that a good feeling hacking up all that shit? For three days. I just, guess probably sore after a while, hacking all it, it up. And it was probably every two minutes. 14 days. You know, and just breathing whatever, did it. And all of a sudden you get the thing to all you cough and you cough up the worst stuff ever. Yeah. Okay. So at that point, if someone told me, hey, we can give you a shot and you won't get pneumonia. Or if you do get pneumonia, you it's just not going to be that severe. On, uh, um, on pneumonia can kill you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Going to the water it kills a lot of people. I'm not worried at 30 years old of dying from pneumonia. I would have gotten that shot because I'd be like, fuck, I never want to go through that again. Yeah. And that's how I look at the the COVID shot. But I also am not going to get my kids vaccinated because one, like you, I'm a little suspicious about long-term effects of this stuff. Yep. For me, I'm a lot older than that. I mean, so I'm not, what are you going to do? Or reproductive age stuff. Is I'm okay. past having yeah, yeah. kids, you know, I'm, so anyway, uh, I'm not looking to shorten my life, but, you know, I'm on the back half of it. Um, but for my kids, it's like, this isn't going to kill them. Yeah. You know, and people go, how do you know? They're no more in danger of that than they are riding a car. Are you going to let your kids go time. swimming? Yeah, I know. Yes, I have to ask them that. If your kid really wants to go swimming, are you going to let them go swimming? You know, I had a parent one time. When I – my kids learned to swim before they were two, right? Because I I said there's one thing my kids will not die of. It's drowning. I had a parent actually tell me, don't you worry that now they'll take risks because they think they can swim? I'm like, so your argument is don't teach your kids to swim so then they won't try to swim and they won't drown? And they're like, yep. If you teach your kid to drive, aren't they going to take risks because they know how to drive? That's just dumb. I know it was it was one of the dumbest things that I heard. If they if you if you let them go on an airplane, are they gonna bring a you know are they gonna jump out the airplane? They can take a risk and jump. It's just dumb. That's that's a that's a dumb argument. No, I admit there are people 
who uh, a lot of people who drown drown because they think they're better swimmers than they oh, yeah. are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I I, guess I am def- definitely not one of those people. My, and my yet you almost is, drowned once. It was like a dog paddle. <laughs> near. One, of the, one of the two times <laughs> I, the mandate, right? I really almost See, fucked myself. Almost, almost permanently killed or injured myself permanently. I'm, the other time I'm was like, with a gun, wasn't no it? No skiing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was throwing the gun in the... Oh no! That was if that would have been an actual old West revolver, like yeah. circa eighteen whatever, without the internal safeties. Anything, yeah, that was he, that would have been really stupid. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I, I'm manic. doing the quick draw out of the but, holster but the, with, an, with a Ruger Vaquero, which is a reproduction, it has internal safeties. So if it drops, it's not going to fire. And I pulled it out of the holster and caught. That's the what Alec Baldwin thought. I was doing a quick draw, caught, the, and they tell you not to quick draw. At Don't the gun ranges, they won't let you do that. I'm like, oh fuck them! I'm gonna go to the outdoor range How and I'll quick draw my my old yeah. West revolver out of my out of my old West rig. And I was doing it. I was oh, so fucking awesome. It was so, like, oh, it was, it was cool. And then the last time I did, I pulled it out and I didn't clear the holster with the barrel and I pushed forward and it popped the gun right out of my hand. It spun through the air like, and then landed pointing at me. And I'm like, and if that would have been just like well, the yeah, used yeah, to do. If that would have been a real old West gun, that might have gone off and killed me or at least injured me. So now I see why. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about real quick before we go on to because we're getting late into the podcast here. Yeah. Um, two things: uh, the January six quote unquote insurrection. It's looking more and more. I haven't heard about this. Yeah, more and more. We talked about this before. Like it was a a trap. A, uh, a setup and and the Dems, a lot of the Dems and the deep state, quote unquote, were in on it. I'm sorry. What's January 6th? Yeah. I haven't heard about it. <laughs> so the uh, there's these unindicted co- co-conspirators and these are the guys that we have video of them fomenting a lot of the uh, the 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 more egregious actions. So there's one guy that's telling people, we need to go in there. We need uh, to make it I mean, go into the Capitol. And there are people like, fed, fed, fed. But that guy is seen whispering in someone's ear at one of the gates and, and getting them to you know push against the gates. And then there's another guy with a bull. And the, all the, there's three guys that everybody on the internet's pointing out now. They've got face, you know, their faces. They know it, the FBI is either, either intentionally not going after these guys or they're protecting them. Is John Sullivan one of them? It sounds familiar. He was the black guy that CNN. He was on no. CNN's Antifa guy. Yeah, but that's that's not one of them. These are three okay. white guys, and he was there when Ashley Babbitt got shot. Yes. Just right before. Right that. before. So, anyways, these guys are out fomenting um, aggressive acts and, and and being either being part of it or directing it, and they all have bullhorns. And all three of these guys had the same looking bullhorn, like a blue and white bullhorn. It's almost like they were like outfitted from the same, you know, that's kind of, kind of here nor there, but um, they're being protected. We're not hearing their names. Um, I think we've, people have gotten their names or a couple of them and, but there's no charge against them. And it's like, they're, they could be doing what the fed does. They take somebody who's really egregious and they're acting, they go, okay, we know we got this guy dead to rights and we can get him to flip on a bunch of people because there's no way he's getting out of this unless he does that. And then maybe that, maybe that's what they're doing. But more than likely, it's it's it, these guys were part of the they were they were fed informants or they were actual feds themselves working working for the feds to 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 make this happen because the Dems needed it to happen. And the fact that the day before January so January fifth, a bus got stopped. Did you hear about this? No, nobody's hearing about this. A bus so, had, actually someone just told me about this the other day and I'd never heard of it. A bus got stopped. It had a bunch of graffiti and writing all over it saying "Stop the steal." And when they stopped the bus, um, they found a bunch of got people in there with weapons and explosives. You're not hearing about this. No. Yeah. And 
they're, we're not hearing about indictments or anything from, so there, people are um, saying that this could be another aspect of the, uh, of the fed involvement, trying to, trying to entrap people to do this stuff. It's, it's disgusting. Okay. So just back up on that one. If it said, stop the steal on it, wouldn't they, wouldn't that play into the left's narrative though? That that was a bunch of Trumpites who were going to shoot people and blow stuff up. Exactly. So, so that's what, what they're but saying. wouldn't they report on it then? Um, no, because after the fact, I think it turned out they they didn't honeypot enough of the right wing, like to sucker. They didn't mm. sucker enough people into following that and getting part of it. So they weren't able to entrap people. So basically it was a whole fed operation that failed. And so you're not hearing about it because it didn't, it didn't bear fruit. And if they look into it more, they'd find out, well, this wasn't some MAGA group. This was, this was some weird, you know, umbrella of an umbrella of an umbrella leading back to Soros, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that's what they're worried about. So this kind of shit, you can't not look at this and go, something's hinky here. You might not go full-blown conspiracy theorist and, 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 you know, go wacko on it. But, you know, Alex Jones has been right more than he's been wrong. Now, the stuff he's been wrong about has been pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> Turn the frogs gay. No, that was right. That was correct. <sighs> But the uh, the 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 one that he's in trouble for, and he's still in trouble for legally, is saying that the uh, one of the sh- school shootings was crisis, act, crisis yeah. actors, yeah, and that's that. He's still in trouble for that one. Yeah, that was stupid. And then they're they're still going after Alex Jones for January sixth, even though there's clear video of him there telling people not to do anything illegal, not to do anything violent. Don't storm the he, he he the whole time he was against. And he's like, just show your support for Trump. This don't. It's clear as day that he wasn't trying to foment any of this shit, any of the violence. And uh, and they're still going at it. They're still trying to destroy him. Did I tell you I had a conversation with my dad about January 6th? I think so. My dad – I said before, my dad oh, yeah, a Trump-hating Republican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said uh, – Never-Trumper kind of guy? Yeah. yeah. Um, but too he, bad. But he said um, – he goes, he goes, well, what was January 6th then? I said, what do you mean? He goes, what was that whole thing? Jan-? I said, I had friends who were there. He's like, you did? I'm like, yeah. They didn't said, stroll through the Capitol, but they didn't stroll through the Capitol. I said, but look at the video of the people who were in the Capitol. Yeah, there were some people running around pushing the cops and banging on the doors and all. I said, and there were a bunch of people once they're inside just walking inside the velvet ropes and stuff. And there's video of police officers ushering people into the Capitol, opening yeah. the doors, moving barricades for the people. Now maybe you could say, well, these cops are doing that because they're just trying to stop violence and trying to stop, you know, the crowd from getting angry. I don't care. These people didn't know that was what was going on. They thought, okay, we're, I guess we're able to do this. It's well, they talk about that one brave uh, black cop who was sort of um, steering people one direction. They're like, oh, you know, he was keeping these uh, crazed rioters back. There were like 20 people. And he was sort of backing up and redirecting them. And what he did was smart. Yeah. But if these people really wanted to overrun him, they'd have just overrun him and grabbed the shit yeah. and beaten him up. And like I said, there were violent people in this. There were Absolutely people. Absolutely there were. But how many of these people were, you know. Because there's dipshits in every crowd. Right, but I don't even know how many. Yeah, there is going to be dipshit right wing conservative Republicans. There Absolutely. are. But how many of them were that? How many of them were just like, there are reports of, of lefties going there just to, just to put on the MAGA hat and cause trouble. Well, John Sullivan he's is one, one of them. them. Yeah, he's not the only one. I know he's not. But but I want to I got another thing I'd like to get to real quick go before we go. Um, so I was talking. We were talking about the fallout of the Potter trial, Minneapolis cop that shot uh, yeah. Dante Wright, um, Kim Potter. Mm-hmm. She was found guilty, and before 
I was thinking, you know what? She's guilty of negligence, so she should get some sort of uh, punishment. I mean, I think, I think the loss of her job and maybe um, even getting a conviction and then having, you know, um, stayed stayed sentence would be great. And I, I'm starting to kind of get turned around on that. I have the more of these legal guys like uh, Ricada Law. He's from, I think, he's Minnesota based. He's got a YouTube channel. Um, He's on with uh, Viva Fry a lot, isn't he? Oh, I don't think they're together yeah, a lot, okay. but they have been together. Co-conspirators, um, but Viva Fry and actually mentioned guys that, a lot too. And he's saying that this was the wrong verdict. He goes, she got convicted wrongly for um, the manslaughter charge or whatever they got her. And he, uh, um, I don't have it verbatim, but he's basically saying that part of it is the depraved mind thing. So it's 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 a it's like a depraved act of of negligence that knowing full well that this is something that could cause harm without thinking about it. She didn't do that. It was a mistake, a simple mistake Yeah, that happens, happens yearly. Yeah. So my feeling on this is, and I'm not going to change my opinion. I think somehow she needs to be punished. I am, I'm not sure how she gets first and second degree manslaughter. I don't like that, that they can do that that for one person. Um, but I put myself in the, in the, um, in the scenario of saying, let's say this was my kid who got pulled over. Let's just not let's not do the shouldn't have resisted all that stuff. Let's because he shouldn't have. He put right. himself in that situation. That no, regardless, have to get vaccinated. If that cop if you said no discharged their weapon and killed my kid, I would want some sort of repercussion for that. Yeah, I'd want justice. Yeah, I would I would want some sort of justice. And that's where I was to begin with. I don't know if manslaughter is the right charge or not. I think something needs to happen to her beyond, well, she just lost her job and her life's kind of fucked up. You know, I think that's a result from doing something like that. You know, so I'm not going to say I think what she got charged with was the right charge or what her sentence will be was the right sentence. I think she should get something. Yeah, we we should wait for the sentence. Uh, but on the other hand, it's not looking good because her team wanted her to be able to spend Christmas with her family before yeah, they. The judge said no, and she said no. And I think that's that's kind of an indication of how it's going to go, or maybe not. Maybe she goes. Maybe if I'm harsh right here and I go soft on the sentencing. Um, I will say, in watching the testimony and stuff, and watching the trial, I did like the judge. I thought she was pretty fair. I didn't see her. I just, just like I like the judge in the Rittenhouse one. Yeah, people were saying that when the judge actually read the the sentence before, like looked at the sentence before coming, she, it looked like she was like action. So there's one guy that wasn't agreeing with it, or she had the expression like, "Oh, this is not good." Yeah, I think she's probably going to go light on the sentencing, but the fact that she got two charges, I just I don't know. Yeah, I still go back to, you know, there's people who are saying the kid shouldn't have resisted. I agree. Um, the other cop should have done a better job. I agree. But I will say, um, this is a discussion again I had with my dad. I said, uh, I don't think Kim Potter should have been a cop. Yeah. And he said, well, but she'd been a cop for like 26 years. And I said, you know, dad, you told me once just because someone does something um, for a long time doesn't mean they're good at it. And again, I will go back to her reaction versus the reactions I've seen of like the cop in Atlanta who shot the kid in the Wendy's parking lot. Uh, I mean, he flips that kid over and he's giving him CPR right away. He's like, right. you got to stay with me. You got to stay with me. Yeah, his first thought was was with the person he had, he had shot. Her first thought was, I'm going to prison. Yeah, she just collapsed. And yeah. just just like that that guy um, who was uh, trying to pull that big fat cop we were talking about, trying to pull that woman out of that car. Mm-hmm. And like she shot him and yeah. he just fell down on his ass and let her drive away. And he shouldn't have been a cop either. No. 
You know, when people go, oh, you feel good Monday morning quarterback. Speaking about people. who shouldn't be a fucking cop, did you see that video of, I think it was New York, a uh, guy brought an uh, American flag into a, like a Chipotle, not Chipotle, a Panera or something like that um, as a protest to the to the mandates or something. And the police were called and a police officer grabbed the flag, American flag, big one, out of his hand, threw it in the ground and wiped her feet on it. Wasn't an accident. What? She, there's video of it. Uh, initially, I thought, okay, she just, act, you know, in the, in the ruckus, she she grabbed it from him, and it ended up on the ground, and she ended up walking on it on accident. And I'm like, that's still shitty. Don't get me wrong, but the more I watch the video, the more it looks like she's like, fuck you. It's like her attitude is like, oh, you're gonna bring that flag in here, threw it in the ground, and then as she stepped on it, she did like a a, a wiping your feet motion with her feet. It wasn't like a so like a, you just accidentally walked on her, shuffled. Swim, she like so wiped her feet on the flag. Now, some people will say, well, she should be charged with something. No, absolutely not. You know not. what, though? The court of public opinion is going to fucking wreck her. But here's the thing. Her fellow officers should fucking wreck her. She should, she should be- uh, I have a feeling they will. And, but I have a feeling I, she's done being a cop. I don't. You know why? Because they still have – there's another video of a five-year-old kid at a restaurant, uh, didn't have his uh, paperwork, his vaccine paperwork in New York, I think. Um, uh, pops show up and, and uh, make, him, make him leave the, the restaurant. And it's not just one cop. It's a shitload of cops that show up to this. What the fuck are you doing showing up at a restaurant for a kid that doesn't have fucking papers? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, did you see – by contrast, did you see the Chicago cop who went on the 30-minute screed about uh, black cop uh, going after the mayor? No. He, was, he goes, I hope you're watching this. He goes, I hope you see it because you're a disgrace. And he goes, you're ruining this city. And he goes, we don't like you. And he Is that goes, Lightfoot? Yeah. Good. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, he just went after her. But the more and more I see of these officers that are complying with these, these mass things and showing up, especially when of him they can't show up for a fucking real crime, but they can show up uh, to board the, to uh, um, uh, um, school board meetings and, and arrest fathers whose daughters were, were raped. Uh, they can go and, and enforce and, and, and throw people down the ground that aren't wearing masks. And I'm not talking just in America, too. I'm seeing yeah. in Canada and in um, Australia. And I know we're supposedly different, but we're not. We're all human beings. <laughs> and if that can happen there, it can happen here, and it has happened here to some degree. And it can get worse. Well, and this is why we're polarizing by states. And the fact that the back the blue, all this goodwill police officers have been building up you know they they they've they've they're starting to lose that support from the right and and it's justified or the 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 loss of support is there's a reason for it it's not it's just not it's not uh some criminal saying well the cops you know the cops you know uh, stop me from committing crime so i hate the cops it's not the attitude i'm not i i know cops that are good people and good police officers and i'll back them mm-hmm. but back the blue no well, it's just – I think it's like anything else. We can't say all nurses are heroes. Our teachers well, are great. We can't – you got to you gotta select by the person. There's a guy actions. called Black Scout um, Black Scout Survival. He's got a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Pretty good guy. Um, he's been kind of saying the same things lately. He's like, you know, you can't – when people say go up and thank a, thank a service member for their service, I don't I – don't, he was in the Marines. He goes, I don't do that because I know some shitty fucking Marines. He goes, <laughs> I know Marines that are communists. He goes, yeah. you yep. don't – have to go blanket your kid to just like everybody else there's good ones and bad until you find out and he goes here's a good question i don't think he even came up with this but he goes here's a good question don't ask somebody what you do ask them what you're passionate about you know because you might be just doing that job to make money for your passion well if your passion is communist uh you know propaganda and but you're a cop you're a piece of shit yeah (laughs) 
Um, I have one last quick thing. Did you see the video of that woman in the airplane yelling at that guy? You know, oh, she punched him, didn't she? Punched him and, the, well, didn't really punch him. Well, I mean, she kind of slapped at him and spit. Well, she, I mean, when they grabbed her, she had her fist. Spit on him and stuff like that. And yeah. she was like, stand your ass up. For, for not stuff. wearing his mask while he was eating. Yeah, and she wasn't wearing her mask while she was yelling at him. Spittle flying, yeah. Yeah, so she, by the way, she got taken off by the FBI. People don't understand when you fuck around on an airplane and the FBI takes it, you're going to get federal charges. You know, you're not getting, you're not getting like some slap on the wrist local cop thing. But my question to you is, um, as a, having known you as long as I have and you being a fairly chivalrous man, if a woman you didn't know Slapped you in the face like that? Would you hit her? Um, I don't know. To be honest with you, I just I have to knowing myself and how I react to being hit. I probably would. I don't think I would. I but it would depend on the situation. Like if you think she had it in her to continue, like if you thought if if you if in the moment you thought that slap was gonna was like something that she just spontaneously did and then. That's the end of it. You probably, I probably wouldn't hit back. But if it was like these brawler types you see on on the videos that just start going at it after that first hit, they don't stop. Yeah, they're gonna get fucked up. I just, I'm trying to picture one slap's not gonna make me punch her. Yeah, well, and then the spitting on you and stuff. Spitting, I, I think that would enrage me. So I might see red, and then all bets are off. Yeah, I, I mean, this guy, you know, when she was doing the whole, uh, you know, yelling at him, he should have just. He, I thought his line was, you know, sit down, Karen. I thought that was great. He should have just left it at that. Um, you know, either that or stand up and get in her face or something. But don't sit in your seat and just antagonize her. But she was she was nuts. What the hell is the matter with these people? Yeah. And I, I wish more people would get involved. I understand they're fearful of getting involved because they don't want to they don't want to miss their flight. They don't want to. But at some point, you have to get involved. Well, there were finally like two big guys who came up and grabbed yeah. her and basically walked her toward the back. And there are videos too where people get kicked off airplanes for, for like pulling the mask down to eat, but not putting up fast enough. And they get into it with the flight attendant, and then they get kicked off. And I've seen other guys go, "You're going to kick them off for that? Yeah, fuck this, I'm leaving." And they'll kind of it, as protest, but it doesn't a, really do anything. A trap. Yeah, a, uh, I mean, maybe they get their money and, back, and but who cares? Dems. A yeah. lot of the dems it has to mean something. I usually stand up for like employees that are getting fucked with by shitty customers. If mm-hmm. I'm there, if I'm waiting in line for something, and and there's a shitty customer treating an employee bad, I I'll step in. You know, I'll take the brunt of it from the employee. Since an employee can get fired, I'll be like, all right, I'll just do. I'm sure what the employee wants, and I'll I'll step in here. Well, I told you a story of that friend of mine who was in a convenience store years ago with the ear earpiece in. And the guy in front of him was giving the clerk, it was like a holiday station, a bunch of shit. And he was, he goes, what a dick. And the guy turns and looks back at him and goes, what'd you say? He goes, I'm on the phone. And the guy's like, it's like, okay. And he keeps going, yeah, he's such an asshole. And he keeps looking back. He wasn't on the phone. Yeah. He just keeps looking back at him funny. like, what are you doing? And uh, he, he said he wasn't, he knew he could handle this guy. Yeah. But he finally goes, he's like, what? And the guy goes, what? He goes, I'm on the phone. Uh, mind your business. Yeah. Mind your- <laughs> and finally, at the end, he goes, yeah, I got to go. This asshole in front of me is being a real dick to the clerk. <laughs> and the guy, it was like the fourth time. So the guy turned and looked at him and he just smiled at him and the guy walked up. That's pretty good. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're, uh, we're up on time here. Yep. So, we do have another episode that was supposed to come out, but we had all kinds of all kinds of technical difficulties we're not going to get into. But uh, simple mistake. We'll probably I'll probably chop it up in post parts of it. Yeah, it's um, it's worth posting. Um, 
Uh, but as far as anything else, uh, everybody else have a, a happy new year. Or don't. Or don't. Yeah. Like me, don't stay up till midnight and uh, celebrate New Year's. You don't to, stay up till to, midnight. Go to bed at about 10, set your alarm for 11.55 so that you can you can give the, uh, the missus a kiss and then go back to bed. Okay. Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> Could be. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, go t- uh, to our Facebook page and uh, – Which is Bread and Circuses Podcast. Leave, leave a message or whatever and uh, I don't know. What do you do on Facebook? I don't even go on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I post a lot of stuff about yeah. the show. So. Yeah, that's that's mostly Rooster. So uh, give him hell if you don't like what he's posting. Yeah, and accept uh, the parts that you don't like. That's Crow. All right, uh, that's it. See you, bye.